0: This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A
1: Cherry Hill Volvo, XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD
2: WPHD HD, W-O-G-L, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships
3: matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app.
4: Revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli.
5: Too old and too forgetful to be prosecuted. That's right. The DOJ concluding Biden, yes, he absolutely did in fact break the law, but his memory's so bad, they couldn't get a conviction unbelievable wow what a moment and the colorado supreme court is going to get a big fat loss after today's oral arguments before scotus welcome back to the show glad you're here today 855-839-1210 today's probably the best day donald trump's had in a very long time honestly i mean that two big wins for him today i know it didn't sound like it because this special counsel didn't charge biden but did you really think they were going to Honestly, deep down inside, did you really think they were going to charge Biden? Of course not. No, the reason why this is a good day for Trump, two reasons. First reason is that the Supreme Court, even the liberal judges today, acknowledge that Colorado's case is built on nonsense. It's completely unconstitutional. The second point is that this DOJ report basically says what we all know out loud. Biden is senile. He's got dementia. He can't, he can't be prosecuted because he doesn't, his memory is shot. So then how the hell can he be president? Dave McCormick, who's running for U.S. senator in Pennsylvania, he just tweeted out the following. The special prosecutor says Biden is too old and forgetful to be prosecuted. If he's too old and forgetful to be prosecuted, he's too old and forgetful to be president. He's exactly right about that. Exactly right. Look, I I don't need to debate the merits of the Trump case. I've done that before, and I've told you before why I don't believe that Trump has done anything wrong with the handling of classified documents. And I've also gone through with you in great detail about how if there's a dispute with the archivists of the United States, how it's dealt with in a civil matter, it's not a criminal matter. And so I don't need to get into all that. And I know that there's a sense on a day like today where you want to say that because it's like, well, how come they charge Trump and not Biden? And I get that, too. But you should not be surprised by that because we have a weaponized Department of Justice and we live in a police state. And what they're talking about with Biden doing as vice president and as president, in both cases, what he did was completely improper conduct. But the conclusion that they reach is that Biden's memory is so shot, he doesn't even remember within several years when his son beau died he doesn't remember when his term ended as vice president he doesn't remember when his term began and this this report is a scathing indictment of the president's mental state uh, lee is in burlington hello lee
1: hi uh you know i feel for you kid uh some of the people have really hurt my head um He's incompetent. He's determined to be incompetent to be prosecuted. The big picture is he's president of the United States. I don't see why people don't get that.
5: Right. I, like our, our country uh, I mean, can't no, have a president.
1: Yeah. I, and I then you, go ahead. And then you have giggles to back him up. And we were stuck with her. <laughs> I mean, that that's insane, too. Uh, you know, but you know the big picture is, you know, um, he's in. Com- he's determined to be incompetent to be prosecuted. That's a big thing, and, and he's president of the United States, and and it doesn't matter. All the other stuff doesn't matter. I mean, this is the issue. It's it's very cut and dry. I, I you know, I, they're giving you I don't. I don't understand. You know, I don't understand how people can't simplify this.
5: No, I, I get it. I, I think a lot of people were just they're finding this out for the first time. And, you know, the the impulse is to say, well, it's not fair. And it, and it isn't right, because Trump should not have been charged either. Um, oh, no. All that. All that. No, but but to argue that everything you're
1: doing to him. Yeah, is
5: ridiculous. it is ridiculous. And he and he's right about that point. Uh, Lee, thank you for the call. I appreciate it very much and have a wonderful night. Thank you. I, I get fired up. I don't. And please never take it personally if I get fired up at you as a caller or on Twitter, or anywhere else. I'm Italian. I'm raging with testosterone. But I'm telling you, this is a great day for Trump. It really is. If you step back for a moment, and you know you think about it, nobody's surprised by the double standard of justice, but the fact that they're calling out Biden for being mentally incompetent here, and that the United States Supreme Court today acknowledged, even the liberal justices, that what Colorado is doing here is so unconstitutional here's katanji brown jackson destroying colorado's entire argument yes a democrat appointed liberal justice of the supreme court destroying colorado's argument because the 14th amendment section three as i've gone over with you in detail does not list president lists all these other offices but not president
4: cut four from rising again in the context of these sort of local elections as opposed to focusing on the presidency? Well,
6: two points on that, Justice Jackson. First is that, as I discussed earlier, there isn't the same history of states regulating ballot access at this time. So ballot access rules to ex- restrict presidential candidates wouldn't have, wouldn't have existed. They wouldn't have been r- raised one way or another. Right, but I'm
4: not but, making a distinction between but, ballot
6: access and no, anything uh, else. Yeah. Understood, but the more, yeah. the more broad point I want to make is that what is very clear from the history is is that the framers were concerned about charismatic rebels who might rise through the ranks up to and including the presidency of the United States.
4: But then why didn't they put the word president in the very enumerated list in Section 3? The thing that really is troubling to me is I totally understand your argument, but they were listing people that were barred and president is not there. And so I guess that just makes me worry that maybe they weren't focusing on the president. And, for example, the fact that electors of vice president and president are there suggests that really what they thought was if we're worried about the charismatic person, we're going to bar insurrectionist electors, and therefore that person is never going to rise.
6: This came up in the debates in Congress over Section 3, where uh, Reverdy Johnson said, why haven't you included president and vice president in the language? And Senator Morrill responds, we have. Look at the language any office under the United States. Yes,
4: but doesn't that at least suggest ambiguity? And this sort of ties into Justice Kavanaugh's point. In other words, we had a, a person right there at the time saying what I'm saying. The, the language here doesn't seem to include president. Why is that? And so, if there's an ambiguity, why would we construe it to, as Justice Kavanaugh pointed out, uh, uh, against democracy?
6: Well, Reverdy e. Johnson came back and agreed with that reading. Any office is clear.
4: The Constitution says about 20 times. No, that the I don't, I'm not going to that. So let me let me let me just say, you, so your point is that it's that there's no ambiguity. With with having a list and not having president in it, with having a history that suggests that they were really focused on local concerns in the South.
5: It's an excellent point by Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She's exactly right. She's 100 percent right. Look, uh, if you're just joining me, you need to know the special counsel report didn't say Joe Biden didn't do anything wrong. In fact, it's a scathing indictment of Joe Biden. Years of crimes. Years of crimes. They're just saying that they can't get a conviction because he's too freaking old and senile. So double standard of justice in the sense that they're not obviously prosecuting him, of course. But they're not excusing the behavior. They're just saying they can't get a conviction because he's a freaking senile old codger who's hiding his Easter eggs. It is, yeah, the Uncle June. Uncle Junior defense from Sopranos. You just pretend like you don't know that you lost your mind and then. Only in this case now, the prosecution's not going forward with a conviction because they don't want to try because they don't think they can get one because the guy's lost his marbles. But that, to me, is the United States of America confirming what we've all known, which is that the president is hiding his own Easter eggs. Holy cow, what a day. Here's Justice Clarence Thomas taking down Colorado's attorney, Jason Murray. Today's hearing, cut two.
2: But it would seem that particularly on... Uh... Uh, after Reconstruction uh, and after the Compromise of 1877 and during the period of Redeemers that you would have that kind of conflict. There were a plethora of Confederates still around. There were any number of people who would continue to either run for state offices or national offices, so it seemed that it, it, that would suggest that there would at least be a few examples of uh, national uh, candidates being uh, disqualified, if your reading is correct. Well, there were certainly national candidates who were disqualified by Congress refusing to seat them. But I understand that, but that's not this case. I'm talking Did states disqualify them? That's what we're talking about here. I understand Congress would not seat them.
6: Other than the example I gave, no. But again, Your Honor, that that's not surprising because there wouldn't have been. States
2: certainly wouldn't have the authority to remove a city. So, what's the purpose officer? of the? What was the purpose of the uh, of Section Three? Uh, the states were sending people. Uh, the, the concern was that the former Confederate states would continue being bad actors, and the effort was to prevent them from doing this. And you're saying that well, this also authorized states to disqualify candidates so what i'm asking you for if you are right what are the examples
6: well your honor the examples are states excluded many candidates for state office individuals holding state offices we have a number of published cases of
2: states I understand that, that. I, I understand the states controlling state uh elections and state positions what we are talking about here are national candidates uh, the I understand, uh, you look at Foner or Foote, Shelby Foote, or McPherson, they all talk about, of course, the conflict after the Civil War. And there were people who felt very strongly about uh, retaliating against the South, the radical Republicans. Uh, but they did not think about authorizing the South to disqualify national candidates and that's the argument you're making and what i would like to know is you give this uh do you have any examples of this many of
6: those historians have filed briefs in
2: our support
6: in this case making the point that the the, the idea of the 14th amendment was that both states and the federal government would ensure rights and that if states failed to do so the federal government certainly would also step in. But I think the reason why there aren't examples of states doing this is an idiosyncratic one of the fact that elections worked differently back then. States have a background power under Article II and the 10th Amendment to run presidential elections. They didn't use that power to police ballot access until about the 1890s. And by the 1890s, everyone had received amnesty, and these issues had become moot. So I don't think Council, the history I like the, tells us... Sort of look at-
5: now- <clears throat> He's not answering the question. The question was, did any states after the Civil War exclude any Confederates from being on the ballot? And the answer is no, on a national ballot. Because remember something, senators, congressmen, congresspeople, back then they were all men, uh, electors of the president, electors of the vice president, these people were all on the state level. So there's not any examples of a state excluding somebody from national office even after the civil war is his point but then there's another point too which brett kavanaugh makes which is that look you know we have an insurrection uh, law in this country it's on the books congress passed it trump has not been charged with that he has not been charged with that he certainly hasn't been convicted of it cut number six
1: call from mom answer it call silenced
6: He had the opportunity to call witnesses remotely. He didn't use all of his time at trial. There was ample process here, and this is how ballot access determinations in election cases are are decided all the time. Okay, Uh, second question. Some of the rhetoric of your position, I don't think it is your position, but some of the rhetoric of your position seems to suggest unless the states can do this, no one can prevent insurrectionists from holding federal office. But obviously Congress has enacted statutes, uh, including one still in effect, section 2383 of Title 18 prohibits insurrection. It's a federal criminal statute. And if you're convicted of that, you are, it says, shall be disqualified from holding any office. And so there is a federal statute on the books, but um, President Trump has not been charged with that. So what what are we to make of that?
5: Right, exactly. And then there's another point by, again, another liberal justice and this. is Elena Kagan. Alana Kagan's point to Colorado's lawyer, which is an excellent point, is why I think it's going to be an eight one decision or possibly unanimous, saying Colorado does not have the right to keep Donald Trump off the ballot because of what Katanji Brown Jackson said about the ambiguity of whether or not the word president whether it applies to the president, because of what Justice Kavanaugh just said about the fact that Donald Trump has not been charged with an insurrection, which is a federal offense, and because of what Alana Kagan says here, cut five.
6: There has to be some process for determining those questions. And then the question becomes, does anything in the 14th Amendment say that only Congress can create that process? And and Section 5 very clearly is not an exclusive provision. It says Congress shall have
1: power. But maybe put most boldly, I think that the question that you have to confront is why a single state should decide who gets to be president of the United States. In other words, you know, this question of whether a former president is disqualified for insurrection uh to be president
5: how can one state make that determination and the answer is they can't and that's the problem and that's the problem for colorado and it's the reason why this case is going to go in trump's direction and then the other thing today is that the united states government said but joe biden's hiding his own easter eggs so all in it was a good day for trump it was a very good day for trump and, and indeed it was here's chief justice john roberts We did not buy Colorado's argument. Cut number three.
3: The whole point of the 14th Amendment was to restrict state power, right? States uh, shall not abridge privileges immunity. They won't deprive people of property without due process. Um, They won't deny uh, equal protection. And on the other hand, it augmented federal power under Section 5. Congress has the power to enforce it. So wouldn't that be the last place that you'd look for authorization for the states, including the Confederate states, uh, to enforce, implicitly authorized, to enforce the presidential election process? That, that seems to be a position that is at, uh, at war with the whole thrust of the 14th Amendment and very ahistorical.
6: No, Your Honor. First, we would locate the state's authority to run presidential elections not in the 14th Amendment, but in Article 2. And that power is nearly plenary to yeah, determine. Yeah, but you're the relying
3: needs. on, you have no reliance on Section 3, is that what you're saying?
6: No, Your Honor, certainly we have reliance on Section 3 insofar as Article 2 gives states this broad power to determine how their electors are selected, and that broad power implies the narrower power to enforce federal constitutional qualifications Well, but the
3: narrower power you're looking for is the power of disqualification, right? That is a very specific power in the 14th Amendment, and you're saying that was implicitly extended to the states under a clause that doesn't address that at all.
5: This is the big story, of course, brought to you by Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental Get that beautiful smile you deserve with my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria. Heavy in Huntington Valley. Hello, Heavy.
8: Yo, wretch! Big day, huge day, a lot of wins today. I mean, you just you see the White House right now; they're just in absolute full panic mode. And you got you got KJP just all week, telling telling reporters that. You know, it's no big deal that uh, that Biden doesn't know where he is. You know, he's totally fine. And while at the same time, they're arguing his innocence is based on the fact that he has no idea where he is right now. It's just it's 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 just That's absolutely a great point. Insane yeah, she's been
5: telling right everybody that he's not too old. And this guy is he's, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. And the DOJ comes out today and says the guy's memory shot doesn't know where he is.
8: They are running out of options here, and now you got this absolutely just huge interview coming out tonight, and you got Kirby running defense saying, "Don't listen to any of it." I mean, they they just they are running out of options very quickly, and it really seems like they're coming to the point where they just literally have to. They're just their only defense is just to gaslight everything that that people say. And it's just, yeah. it's beyond, it's just absolutely insane right now. I mean, you see what's going on. I got I mean, to run, they, buddy. <laughs> I'm,
5: I got, I'm short of time tonight because I got basketball, but I appreciate your thoughts. And it's an excellent point you make. Thank you um, about, you know, this completely buttresses KJP's points all week about Biden's age. Uh, got a few minutes left, but I'm, I'll be off tomorrow. I'm speaking at the uh, Atlanta County Republicans were kind enough to invite me to speak at their Ronald Reagan dinner. Uh, honoring Congressman Jeff Andrew tomorrow night. So Michael Pelka will be in here. Look, I, you know, it's very important to note that this weaponized Department of Justice we have going after Trump, sending in the FBI to Mar-a-Lago, seizing all these documents and everything like this, this double standard that exists and this justice is yes, 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 yes. But don't you think, don't you have to wonder for a second if they're going to, bring up the president's memory in this way and to bring up the fact of his mental state he doesn't remember when his son Bo died within a few years and doesn't remember this and doesn't remember that and there's got to be something else going on here you know my my fugazi sense is very high right now that this is an all-out effort to get this guy out of the race for president because he cannot win he can't win I mean, who the hell is going to vote for him after this? I mean, how does anybody, other than the hardcore blue people, but how, how how does this guy win? I mean, Trump has got such a lead over him at this point. I do not trust these Democrats. One second, they're going to pull a dirty trick. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, and the Colorado case is done. The Georgia case is done. Jack Smith may try to charge Trump with an insurrection and maybe pursue that, given what Brett Kavanaugh asked about the federal insurrection clause. but. There's no guarantee that trial would even be heard before Trump was elected, so that case would be heard. There, there are options here. So I don't. I mean, you're not. You're telling me that you're gonna. You're gonna write a report. You're gonna say the president of the United States broke the law, committed all these crimes by having all these classified documents, but you're not gonna charge him because his memory is so bad. And you're going to cite specific examples of his memory being really bad, and you're going to point out the fact that he's an elderly man with a failing memory. And that was not signed off on by the highest levels of DOJ? Like, Do you think Merrick Garland is just learning this right now? Like the Attorney General of the United States is just turning this on and finding out that they just did a stunning indictment of Biden's mental state? I don't know. It seems to me that there's something else at play here. Because they could have charged Biden with something or they could have not charged him and they could have come up with another excuse. I mean, they were never going to charge him. I never thought that for a second because of the double standard, but they could have come up with another excuse, couldn't they? But they go after his age and they go after his mental state and his memory and all the things we're saying about him every single day. That's what they ultimately conclude in the report. And the highest levels of the, the Department of Justice signed off on that, and that doesn't Trigger your spidey sense to say, "Hey, something's up here. Something's going on." Because I don't know. I just to me sounds like if you're going to write that about the president, you're going to, you know, CYA here. You're going to cover your own butt because that's a what you just wrote is Trump's argument about why Joe Biden can't be president. Because Trump said that today at Mar-a-Lago before this report came out. He said Joe Biden can't put two sentences together. Oof. And Colorado, they got trashed today before the Supreme Court. It was ugly. All right, have a great rest of your night tonight. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for all the calls, the tweets, etc. I'll be off tomorrow, like I said, but Opelka will be in. Basketball's coming up next. Please keep the conversation going on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Thank you for listening.
2: Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons 3-7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app.
9: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
7: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball.